When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Tuesday, July 6th. I'm Rudy. The 2021 Olympic Games, bringing a new meaning to the term runner's high. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. to Cleveland. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every day around 9.45 a.m. we go live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. Big show today. Talk a little bit about what's going on with the 2021 Olympics. I did a little bit of research because I got a feeling there's just a little bit of fake news going around. Or as it was called once before, fake news. It's totally fake news. It's fake news. It's fake news. Why is it that my Trump really starts like finding itself six months after that guy is out of office, huh? <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Also, uh, just a little bit of business that we got to take care of. But, oh, but, but first. There we go. <laughs> let's, uh, let's say hi to some people. You guys might have noticed that uh, we got a new setup here on Instagram. But uh, good morning to you, Char. Hello. Nice to see you today. Uh yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. You'll kind of notice the background. There's some new lights. There's a couple of new cameras. There's uh, all sorts of goodies that are uh, happening right now. So uh, I decided to go with uh, two different lights today. Uh, purple for the key light and then green for the backlight as an homage to uh, my favorite DC villain of all time. I mean, how can you beat the Joker, right? <laughs> uh, also, the, uh, the way it's got to run is I have to simultaneously like look and run things off of uh, not only the, the camera, but the computer and then my phone to figure out exactly who it is that's going to be on these live uh, interactions. So Scooter says getting fancy with it. Love it. Well, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yeah, it's been a, um, I mean, it's been a week of me sitting in my basement just pining over this stuff because I don't want to, you know, hop on and like, you know, be a chump about it like i want to make sure that with, uh, it looks good see as you can hear me in the background already <laughs> there we go but uh, i want to say what up uh let's see just trying to distract us from the unfixed smoke uh, smoke detector says mira that's exactly what is going on i refuse to let you guys see me at my worst with the <laughs> with my unfixed freaking um uh, uh, smoke detector. Oh, Christ. Is this thing starting to... Is it starting to freeze up on you guys? I'm noticing that it is. God damn it. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, we're kind of fixing that. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, take care of a little bit of business. Uh, we happen to get... I know people have been asking for it, and more people are like, hey, man, only because I don't want to have to travel around and try to find this thing on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, can you just go ahead and post... Raising a Daughter, your award-winning film from this year's Z-Fest, won for Best WTF Moment. Also, the Louis, uh, Louis Anderson Award for Louis Favorite. They're like, can you please just go ahead and post it to YouTube and make it super easy for us? And I went, absolutely, we can do that. Not a problem. So uh, now you can find that podcast 
uh, just live right there on YouTube. All you got to do is search for Rudy Povich and then also um, uh, Rudy Povich and then raising a daughter. My apologies. I'm looking at what is going on with this live feed and I'll be goddamned if it's not. <laughs> How did I know that this was going to happen, man? Super goddamn leggy. Oh, that sucks for you guys. See, I don't want that. Nobody wants that garbage. Nobody got time for that. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stop this and then we're going to kind of have to go ahead and like kick it back around because I refused. I refuse to put out, um, put out garbage, especially when you guys expect you guys have such a high level of, uh, you know, the expectations here are so big, obviously, as you guys are noticing. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go ahead and just stop the live feed then. And then we'll just go ahead and we'll just redo it. Because that's, uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't want to make this uh, a thing where you basically get one chance to be able to, you know, convince people that you are worth their time. And that's the hardest goddamn thing about this entire endeavor sometimes is like trying to convince people like, hey, we're trying to do something fun and different over here. So if you got time and you want to hop on board, feel free. Like we want you to be a part of it. Uh, but a lot of times people are like, dude, you get one chance to be able to, you know, make it worth their while because people's times and attention are just like there's they got they got they don't have it. They're just like, no, man, like there's other things we want to be doing. We ain't got time for your silly little games. So my apologies. I'm trying to get the live feed going back here. See, God, damn. nobody wants to be uh, on the production side of things anymore. And it is a pain in the ass because trying to get people to possibly even consider maybe <laughs> showing up and giving you a hand with something like it just doesn't work, man. Like people don't want to do it anymore. They're like, wait, work for you and not have my own thing going? They're like, that, no, N not a big fan. Uh, you'll have to forgive me for one second. I'm just going to go ahead and pause the um, the actual recording, and then we're going to come back after we get this live feed going again. All right, are we back? God, I hope so. Jesus, what a pain in the goddamn ass all this stuff is. Is it not? <laughs> all right, I think we're just going to have to, you know call it a day we're trying to get goddamn fancy with this stuff what a the problem is all of this stuff they 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 make it look so easy everyone's like ah this is super simple all you gotta do is just plug this in and then find that is not the fucking case that's not the case one bit i don't know how they make it look so goddamn easy on the internet and then you try to pull this shit off and you can't it's impossible all these Fuck, man, this is like putting together Ikea furniture, man. It's like, Jesus Christ. All right, let's get out of that. Let's say hi to some people. What's up to uh, Jim Norder? Good morning, Bellamy Jack. Hello, Amanda, Alicia, Bethany. Good morning, everybody. Toll House 66. I don't think I've seen you on our live feed before, but Toll House, first off, I love your chocolate morsels. They are excellent. And uh, thank you for joining. Really appreciate it. And thank you to everybody who came back to check out the live feed, because Jesus Christ, what a fucking pain in the ass. Oi, never again. We're done. Although I'm digging this lighting setup, how it's all looking right now. Purples, greens. You gotta have complimentary colors, everybody. That's how it works. <laughs> Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Char. Uh, for anybody who didn't join on and hear this already, uh, hello again to you, Char. Uh, that uh, people were asking about where they can find uh, the, uh, the award-winning film. And it's... 
It's four and a half minutes. I don't know if we can really call it a film. But uh, everyone was looking for Raising a Daughter. You can find it on Instagram and on Facebook, but now it's all over YouTube, and all you got to do is just type in my name. I only have to... I just basically erased YouTube and was like, let's just start from the beginning, you know? Let's just try something different. D says, loving the lights. Thank you. I bu- these, these, these lights are the biggest pieces of shit you'll ever buy, by the way. Uh, I bought them because I was dumb enough to go online and there's a filmmaker guy I follow on YouTube and I was like let's see what this guy's got to say about these lights and then he was like you buy these lights they're amazing and then we brought them on we actually used these the first time when we filmed raising a daughter and they sucked they broke half of the time they didn't work the barn doors on them snapped off right away because they're made super cheap so I don't know they look great in here. Like I like the green in the background and I kind of like the, you know, the fill light with the purple. So I think we're just going to stick with it for a while. So good morning, Heather. Amanda says, it's so good. Everyone should check out your movie. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. I really, really do. I, um, uh, you know, these things are like massive undertaking sometimes. And even to be able to do a short, like I've been a part of some, you know, major motion pictures, which um, I think we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, I know that, uh, my friend Nell, Nell Minow, uh movie mom, had uh, reviewed this movie, um, which is, uh, I think I talked about it before and then just decided to sort of pull off because uh, you guys remember me talking about Under the Stadium Lights, that movie with Lawrence Fishburne and Milo Gibson. I, uh, I had a role in that film and then they sold that film to... I can't remember the name of the film company off the top of my head, but they sold it to somebody else. And then that company made an entirely brand new movie and just chopped the shit out of it. And as I was watching the trailer, I'm like, I felt like our movie was a little bit grittier. I mean, I played a drug dealer who lit his wife on fire. And then I went, because that was a true story. This is a whole true story. If you look up, you know, what has gone on with that football team from Texas, you'll that is an honest to goodness, true story. A guy on meth lit his wife on fire and then that was the role that I played, a dude by the name of Bill. And uh, I was like, man, I got a feeling that my shit got cut. <laughs> I got a pretty decent uh, suspicion that they decided to not show the scene where the guy lights his wife on fire. And ding, 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 ding. What do you know? Um, but uh, I was going to watch a movie this week with my mom and then just, you know, the Bucks were playing. And so speaking of tonight, that's going to be Jesus, man. I was like, this week you gotta like calm down on the sauce a little bit, bud. Can't be uh, sitting up drinking whiskey all night watching basketball. So, um, let's see, Mira, you're like Charlie Sheen. Don't have to change character. Uh, a, a meth addict who lights his wife on fire? No, no, you're right. I mean, that is me to a core. I mean, they talk about method acting, but I just walked onto the set as is. No preparation. And it was like they knew immediately, this is the right guy for the job. This was a, this is a guy that would light his wife on fire. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it's the right thing to do <laughs> or the wrong thing to do, but you never know. I mean, maybe Bill was just tired of her giving him shit about not putting his boots away. Sometimes these things, they can escalate. And sometimes, now, now if it was the, a reversal the other way around, I could see like, you know, I, hey, I'm, we talked about this the other day. <laughs> Meth acting. That's great, Alicia. Ah, I wish I'd have thought of that. Ah, see, sometimes the joke is mm, right in front of you. You try digging too deep. It's on the surface. Just stay right, right up on top where everyone can see it. God damn it. 
That's funny stuff. Uh, we, oh yeah. So if the world, the, you know, the roles were reversed, you know, if I was the spouse being lit on fire, I think maybe they would have kept it because I've seen snapped. I've seen that show. You people don't Jesus criminy. Goddamn. And everything is super kosher with the gals. Like, you know, they've been living with this guy who's like a huge piece of shit and they just like put up with his garbage. And then just one day they, you know, walk outside and some kid on a BMX bike comes into the driveway and he leaves a big skid mark. And then she just goes in and chops her husband up into a thousand pieces. It's the same old story time and time again, is it not? <laughs> Good morning, Nikki. Hey, what's up, Kate? How are you? Nice to see everybody showing up today. All right, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I've had so much going on with other things. I haven't had a chance to even comment on this, but uh, you guys have you guys have maybe heard a little bit about what's going on with the uh, Olympics. I made the joke right away in the beginning about the 2021 Olympics, redefining the term runner's high, because uh, is it, uh, it's, it's sh- Shikari, right? Because I feel like Shikari doesn't flow off the tongue. Shikari Richardson's, uh, not Richardson, I'm looking at an apostrophe S. Shikari Richardson, Olympic sprinter suspended after testing positive for marijuana. Which, um, my take on that, fine. Here's the deal, and here's why. What's up, Ben, how are you? Uh, The reason is, if you're gonna play in that arena, you have to play by their rules. It sucks. Is it dumb? Is it, is it completely asinine to think that marijuana would be a performance-enhancing drug? I mean, I can't get off the couch sometimes to go get Doritos because of edibles or weed, which I haven't done in a while, but I'm just saying, like, when it comes around, like, you put a little bit of mushrooms in me, I'm sitting, dude. I ain't going anywhere. So the fact that, uh, the fact that they are uh, suspending this woman over marijuana. So ridiculous. It's asinine. It's silly. I'm floored that they would even go down this route. Because what is it? The excuse that she used was a little bit like, oh, Christ. Yeah, Lynn asked, wouldn't it slow you down? Yes. So the excuse that she used was kind of, you know, I used it to cope with the passing of my mother. I get that. I, I get that. But you also have to remember that you are weeks away from an Olympic trial. You are weeks away from competing on the biggest platform on the planet. So you don't have a choice. If you want to compete in this realm, you have to play by their rules. You don't, and that's the thing. When I said, hey, listen, she sh- uh, should she be suspended? Absolutely. Should that rule be in place? Absolutely not. Why do we have, Listen, she did the drug in a state where it is legal to do the drug. We got to get our shit together. Enough of this goddamn, it's legal in Washington, but if you step 20 feet over to your right into a different state, oh, that's where you can't do it. What? Because there an imaginary line says I'm not allowed to smoke weed 20 feet from where I was standing? Bullshit. That's ridiculous. It's silly that we have these, these rules in place, especially for, you know, Here's the thing about America. If you guys, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the shit that we do around here, but at least one thing that we are, we are consistent. We are consistent. Now, if this was Russia or if this was any other country, that woman would be running. They'd figure out a way to get around it because they, 
there's no way that a country like that is going to give up the potential of maybe picking up a gold medal just because one of their athletes smoked a little bud. But America's got to stay consistent. We have put ourselves up on the highest of pedestals and we refuse to find ourselves in any other predicament. What's up, Ben Galley? How are you, bud? Uh, D, she wouldn't be fast, she'd be slow. I agree, right? Jules digging this background music. Hey, man. The Olympic fanfare. John Williams? You don't sleep on John Williams, especially his Olympic fanfare. That is quality stuff. Mid-90s John Williams. The best. The best. You got to go 1970s John Williams. You give me that 1980s garbage or, you know, the John Williams of today. Just you might as well throw it in the garbage. Country hit its stride mid-90s, as did John Williams. What a ridiculous thing to sit and argue about. But here's the other thing that kind of drove me a little nuts. Is uh, when I got up this morning, I saw one of those memes. Or uh, as a couple of my family members call them, memes. <laughs> like, you guys, you can't be calling memes memes. And the reason is, is because everywhere you go, people say the word memes. You're like one of the last bastions of people that say memes. Memes is not a thing. Memes does not exist. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's see. Uh, Mira, it's the Olympic Committee that makes the rules, never the athlete's interest, just like the NCAA. Why we have these rules, I don't, I don't get it. They're silly. They're, ab- they're, they're just so ridiculous. Ben, I agree 100%. Uh, she should be, let's see, we... She should be be when? Be weed. Be weed. Legal all around. Yeah, shouldn't weed be legal all around? Yes. Uh, but people on a uh, social and public platform who sign up knowing these rules need to adhere. I agree. If you want to run in their race, you have to adhere to what it is that they want. Should that rule be in place? No. It's silly. It's dumb. Um, ben, if you work in a warehouse and drive a forklift and test positive, you are fired. Exactly. If you want what it is that they are giving you, then you have to adhere to whatever it is that they are laying in front of you. It sucks that this poor girl is not going to have a chance to be able to go and win gold for her country and live out that dream. But you knew, you knew going into this, they don't allow it. You're not supposed to do it. You should have known. You should have had, you know, ample amount of time to be able to get this stuff out of your system. Now, if you want to smoke it outside of Olympic trials, go for it. I say, let it rip. But during this time, you have to remember, like, it's their game. You are the one asking to be there. It's the same with, like, a work situation, as Ben pointed out. If you want to be a part of this, you have to adhere to what it is that they are saying. Now, the other thing that I I was talking about earlier, the the meme situation. I had read a meme, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what it said. But basically, they were like, hey. Michael Phelps tested positive for marijuana and he still got to go on and win a bunch of gold medals. And I was like, that feels, that feels like, um, that feels fake. That doesn't feel, um, for some of you guys who didn't get to hear my Trump earlier, it's fake news. Dirty fake news. Fake news. It's fake news. Tiny hands. Tiny hands. Fake news. Uh, so I went up and I did a little bit of research on it and it turns out that yes, it is a little bit different because everybody thought Michael Phelps got busted for weed and then he went on the tonight show and was like, I'm super sorry. And then three weeks later he was back in the Olympics. That is not the case. Uh, Richardson facing a 30 day suspension for her positive test. There is a possibility that she might be able to go out and run the four by 100, 
which is set for August 6th, which is going to be further out than her 30 days. But uh, as far as the 100 in Tokyo, dude, they've basically said no dice. So the biggest difference between that and Michael Phelps is that uh, Michael Phelps had a much bigger fallout when he was busted for marijuana. I mean, huge. A, a picture was leaked, if you don't remember, back in 2009, a picture was leaked of him smoking out of a bong. And he came out and said, absolutely, yeah, that that's me. I, I was at a party. I kind of made a piss poor decision, you know. And also, fuck that guy who takes the photo and shares it. That guy sucks. Whoever decides to, if listen, if you are a person of celebrity status and you are looking for safe a safe harbor to come and do your drugs, and come to me, because I ain't sharing that shit. It ain't getting out. I hate those guys. I hate those guys way worse. They're the worst people on the planet. They're going to coax you in to be their friend. Like, this is a safe environment. And then they're going to rat you out like that? That guy sucks. My, we, we should not have put Michael Phelps on trial for his, you know, little bit of bong smoking. We should be holding this guy's feet to the fire. Knock it off with the goddamn sharing of the photos of shit that people don't want out. Um... But uh, here's what happens. So, uh, so USA Swimming suspends Phelps from competition for three months. And then on top of it, they withdraw all of his financial support. So now he's got no more money coming in. However, I get, he had a couple of endorsements. But uh, turns out Kellogg's would announce, dude, we're done with you too. We don't want, I know we were going to put you on the Wheaties box. I think you had a cornflake deal. You know, um, we were putting out a new line of chlorine flavored Pop-Tarts. I'm just saying all that's gone. So all that goes away. And then on top of it, he didn't get busted during a time when there was an Olympics going on. 2008 had already happened and he didn't get busted until 2009, which was still, I think, like six months out from when world competition was going to. Oh, here it is. Uh, Phelps was suspended in February of 2009, six months after the 2008 Olympics and five months before the 2009 World Championships. So it's completely it's apples and oranges here. And that's the thing, I, as I was reading this thing on Facebook, I'm like, that, it can't be right. There's no way in shit that we would allow for Michael Phelps to be able to get busted for weed and then weeks later get, I'm like, that's, the timeline does not make sense. And I don't remember him going into it, you know, if you want to smoke it, smoke it freely, wherever and whenever. You just can't do it six weeks before you got to go run Olympic trials. That's just the way it is. Does it suck? Yes. Is it the rules? God damn it. Yes. Jules, snitches get stitches. Fuck yeah, they do. That's right. We got to start teaching our kids. Do you, you remember back in the day when they would say, don't be a tattletale? And then at some point, it flipped to, if you see something, say something. And there was sort of like this weird in-between where you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do here, everybody? Am I, am I supposed to rat people out or not? Because when I was a kid, you told me don't be a tattletale. And now that I'm an adult and I got a boss who's like inappropriately saying things, am I supposed to say something? Is that me being a tattletale till? I, I, I don't know. You tell me. We should get to the point instead of saying, hey, don't be a tattletale. Hey, don't be a bitch who posts people's photos online of them smoking out of a bong. I want that on an airport bathroom stall. Boom, right in front of you. That would be a much better message to send to kids. None of this garbage about like, don't be a tattletale. Yeah, don't be an asshole who, you know, rats out Olympic hope. God damn it. Dude, could you, I'll tell you this right now. You think they got a bad for soccer people? You think all the soccer fans that are in like South America 
who, you know, they accidentally run out onto the field like before time was up or they maybe they rear ended a soccer star on the way to the game and that guy ended up scoring on his own. Trust me, they'll they'll track you down. If that was going into an Olympics year, we would have found that person who posted that and kicked that dude's ass up and down the street. We would have hoisted him up like the American flag that Michael Phelps many times himself hoisted up before. Jesus, enough of that. It's garbage. It's garbage that they would allow for that to happen. But it's also stupid for people to post erroneous information about it. Michael Phelps did not smoke weed and then go on to win Olympic gold like weeks later. He did his time and it was in between Olympics. And he did it, you know, within, he was a three-month suspension and then six months later was Worlds. So, uh, Ben, shitty people take the phrase, see something, say something out of context. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that, man. I totally get it. It should be, uh, see something, say something. Not every time. Not every time. Maybe the big things, you know? You see a guy with a truck full of fertilizer driving into a parking ramp? Yeah. Maybe you say something. See a lady who goes out and runs 100 for her country? Smokes a little bit of weed every now and again? Maybe keep your mouth shut. You know? Keep that one to yourself. Jesus, man. It's too bad that gal didn't play for the Minnesota Vikings because she would have found a way. There's enough people in that locker room that could get you out of, get you out of, uh, was that Mo Williams? Was that Mo Williams? They got busted at the, um, got busted at the airport, right? Wasn't he walking through the airport and he had like, like a fake penis pump thing. God, I'll have to look this up. Um, which is funny because I had a friend of mine who actually dated Mo Williams and um, she never brought it up about his Mo Williams busted at airport. Is that what we're looking for? Um, <sighs> no, God damn it. I'll have to find it. The Wizinator. Yes, Jewel. Yes. The Wizinator. That's what it was. The Wizinator. God damn it. Oh, one of my favorite 80s movies. Starring Ben Kingsley, the Wizinator. When a wizard comes back from uranium, which is actually a thing, it doesn't make any sense. I was trying to go for a planet named after urine, and it just didn't work. <laughs> ben Kingsley is still in that movie, though. God damn it, the Wizinator. Shit, that's phenomenal. All right, well, since uh, since we're here and we're chatting a little bit, and uh, it just made me think of this because I just saw that uh, my buddy Jeff, uh, Hoob Dog, as you will is on the uh, the live feed. Um, it was three years ago to the day yesterday that um, we were sitting around chatting at a brewery in Vancouver. Which do you think is better? The band Van Halen or the musical Grease? I get two different things. I get that they are two wildly different entities, two different musical genres. One, I don't even, you don't even call it a musical genre. It's a play. But uh, we are going around asking um, well-minded Canadians, what do you think is better? Which is better? You guys going to go Van Halen? Or are you going to go the musical Grease? You can go ahead and put your comments inside of the uh, Instagram live feed. Which is better, the band Van Halen or the musical Grease? Three years ago to the day yesterday was when we had this conference. I mean, this, this was hours of us arguing and debating which is better? 
Most people, and because we are in places where it was mostly young people, most people went with Greece because they were brought it. They were brought up with it as children. But I refuse to believe that. Um, I refuse to believe that Van Halen is lesser than Greece. Uh, Kendra, in the meantime, back to the best '90s polka. Back, it's right, mid '90s polka, mid '90s polka, substantially better than '80s or the polka of today. You give me late '70s polka. That's where it's at. Van Halen says Amanda. Lanks says Van Halen. Jules says Van Halen. That's right. I know my people. I know my people. How, how can you sleep on Van Halen in Greece? We're starting to go back now. And look at that. And really, Ben says sticks. Yeah. Uh, we're really starting to like dissect Greece a little bit and starting to realize there was a little creeper McCreeperson. There was a lot of get on over here, let me kiss you, pull you closer to me, get in my car. It was a little gross. <laughs> it was a little me too y, you know? Like, that's the one thing about Van Halen is that, like, you know, Three out of the four dudes in that band were basically married and, like, kept it in their shorts and just liked to, you know, smoke cigarettes and play. And that was it. And by play, I mean instruments. Diamond Dave, on the other hand. There's a great story about Diamond Dave, uh, David Lee Roth. And this this was actually not that long ago. Uh, David Lee Roth was at a hotel. And he's, like, in his hotel room. And he's there's a bachelor party, like, three doors down. And these dudes are, like... Fucking jamming the Van Halen, man. They got hot for teaching. Like, and he's like, he's like, fuck yeah. He's like, these guys, they're going to know me, man. So he like, he goes and he knocks on the door and these guys open it up and they're like, can we help you? And he's like, hey, they're like, what's up, guy? Can You need something? He's like, Diamond Dave. And he's like, they're like, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you like the guy to fix the TV or something? I know we had like a problem with one of the lamps in here. He's like, no, man, I'm, I'm Diamond Dave. I'm, I'm David Lee Roth. I'm here to sing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy singing. And they're like, yeah, sorry, dude. I guess I guess we don't know who you are. And there's video of it. It's floating around the internet. Shit. I'll have to try to find that and then we'll play it tomorrow because it is, man. <laughs> uh, for how much I love that band, I get that people would just blow right by that dude. And plus, I've seen him like in the last couple of years. It's starting to get creepy, uncle. It's starting to get that dude getting up on stage. It's like, guy, mm, mm. listen, I'm all about like people not growing up, <laughs> you know, and having fun well into past their prime. But dude, the leather pants and the gyrating and the inappropriate things to girls. Like, let's mm, let's try to park it, shall we? Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day around 9.45 a.m. we go live on Instagram. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. All right, and I swear to God I am done trying to get fancy with all this shit and the cameras and the running and the blah, blah, blah. It's too goddamn much. And I don't want to sully the thing that we got going on here because eventually you guys will just go, all right, I'm tired of your BS guy. Stop trying to get fancy. Just point the goddamn camera, say the thing, do the dance. We'll dangle the carrot in front of you and then move on. All right? I promise you that'll be the case. Also, don't forget that uh, Raising a Daughter, now you can find it on YouTube. All you got to do is search for me. Just go Rudy Povich, Raising a Daughter, and it should pop right up. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.